Welcome to another episode of the Property Pulse podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge, and thanks so much for joining me once again. On this podcast, I'm joined by James Lopez from Heretic Creative Agency. James is a pioneer in the property video space and as such has some really interesting insights around the direction that property videos are taking and what people can expect in the foreseeable future out of that medium. His experience is much more extensive than that though and he's worked across sectors over decades. And so James is now very much considered a thought leader around creative marketing and visual marketing. And that's exactly what they do at Heretic Creative Agency. So please enjoy this podcast. There are so many hints and tips and great little takeaways and strategies that you can deploy regardless of the nature of your business. Any small business anywhere would benefit from some of the advice in this podcast. So please stay tuned for James Lopez. Welcome to the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. And joining me on the podcast today is James Lopez. James is founder and director of Heretic Creative Agency. James has been there since ground zero when it comes to video production in this country. So there are a few better people to weigh in and discuss their thoughts on video and how it's playing out in the real estate landscape. Thanks so much for joining us, James. An absolute pleasure, Dave. Nice to be here. So, James, uh, fill us in a little bit about your origin story when it comes to uh, video production and um, and finding your way to the real estate sector. Ah, well, okay, that's a, that's a long story, and that was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> mate, I, I started in the video industry shooting music videos, of all things. That's my pedigree, you know, old muse from 20 years ago. Um, and it got to the stage where I got sick of jumping around. I was a bit old to jump around on stages <laughs> with guitars, actually, so I, I kind of switched mediums and picked up a camera and got my head around that sort of thing. So that's maybe 12 years ago. Right. Um, and with the advent of digital, everything became so much easier in terms of being able to prepare, edit, shoot, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously at that point, that's when video became extraordinarily affordable. Mm. So. It was a good time to kind of to, to jump on and, and kind of learn as much as I could. Um, and it wasn't really, I'd been shooting music videos quite happily and it wasn't until I um, moved to Adelaide and uh, teamed up with Larissa Osborne from Perspective Media mm-hmm. uh, and she was actually the one who suggested that um, what a great idea it would be if, if real estate property video was a thing. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, God, what an incredible idea and we did a lot of research and there were a couple of videos that existed um incredibly big production videos in uh, queensland at the time for some very high-end um penthouse apartments these things would have cost thousands of dollars mm. I, to this day I, I i firmly believe that we shot the very first real estate affordable real estate property video uh, for you mate in salisbury oh really yeah that's yeah i, I, wow. I believe that was the, the first in terms of it being uh, kind of uh, mass achievable and, and affordable and all that sort of stuff. And I, and I think it, I remember the house. I had a steady cam on and I raced through the house. We were shot in about 20 minutes, I think. And yep. uh, that's 
Oh, that'd be about nine or ten years ago, I think. Incredible, and and so um, and so you had that feeling that video might be a thing. So you're obviously looking somewhat on the horizon and seeing the digital landscape change. And I mean, people have got to put that into perspective. Facebook wasn't such a big thing. Social media ten or so years ago wasn't necessarily the the, the default, and certainly not the place of people's distractions that it has now become. So you guys um, kind of saw something on the horizon that other people weren't. Well, it was, yeah, I mean, the big thing, I guess, back then wasn't so much Facebook because it's sharing and, and it really wasn't the platform for that kind of thing. It was really more about you, anyone that you sort of were friends with, you were friends, connected with them on Facebook, that was about it. It was quite limited. Yeah. Um, but YouTube was very much the thing back in the day. Yes. Um, and so everything that I remember, everything that we shot always would upload it to YouTube. Um, it wasn't long after that that Google bought YouTube, in which case it then started to affect uh, the algorithms for people's websites and all that sort of stuff. So to this day, because Google owns YouTube, mm. um, any video that you put up under your brand that has your website in the subject uh, in the text in the box underneath anyway yeah. or contributes to traffic towards your website so yeah um that's, that's a nice kind of how it's evolved anybody listening by the way yeah yeah that's it's a it's a, it's a really good thing to know so to make a clickable link in your subject box of any video that you put on youtube will link uh, all that uh, back to your website and it improves your ranking in the, in the Google algorithm. So. so so, although video was starting to uh, emerge as a medium, the, the platforms hadn't yet matured apart from YouTube to really carry that. Certainly the, the real estate websites has only been in recent years that the major portals have uh, provided a provision there for videos to be easily accessible uh, on their sites. And so um, it, it was uh, agents were really using it as either a, a point of difference or an, an opportunity to uh, really emphasize the, uh, a, a particular offering and, and perhaps a more high-end offering. And it sounds like you guys uh, at the time really hit upon a, a formula that meant that video uh, property videos could be uh, not just uh, affordable, but um, uh, something for the masses. It was very much um, how we kind of approached it. Um, back, back then, uh, you're quite right, the, the real estate platforms um, had no capability to host video on them, but what you could do is you could put the YouTube link in the write-up. Mm. Uh, and then people could click on that link. It would then take you away from whatever platform you were on, be it domain, com, whatever it was, and you would then go to YouTube and be able to watch the video. Now, in the initial stages, video was probably a little more invaluable with regard to interstate purchases. Yeah. Um, so it gave them a reliable um, view of the house anytime they wanted it because they couldn't just, you know, turn up to the, the – and I, I did quite a few videos um, over the years for that purpose specifically mm -hmm. and have heard from agents that uh, purchasers have actually bought a property purely off the strength of the video. Yeah. Yep, um, that, that happened to us just the other day. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, there yep. you go. Yeah. So that's that's very much – it, it does broaden your market you yeah. know, as an agent selling in, in a specific area. If someone's looking to move over there, they don't want to, you know, spend hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars flying backwards and forwards to check out properties. This yeah. certainly gives them a reliable reminder of, oh, that's right, that's what the kitchen looked like, that's what the bedrooms look like, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we actually we actually had a had a buyer who uh, went from Perth, or came from Perth, saw the video on Facebook in Perth, inquired on the property as a result of that. They looked at the three D tour, 
looked at the video, fell in love, uh, booked the flights, came over, did the contract yesterday. So, <laughs> so for that very reason, why many years ago uh, agents might have used uh, a video, still, still very, very valid. Extremely relevant, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's 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 been a it's it, it was a bit of a revolution, um, uh, and, and now like everybody's doing them um, everywhere. There to, to varying degrees of, of quality, I guess. Uh, I did hunt up a, a series of statistics. Um, one which was quite interesting. I saw. I can't remember the uh, the source, but it went on to say that um, a property that's that's that has a professionally shot video uh, attached within its marketing, the perceived um, value uh, is an extra 6% Incredible. of the property wow. value. So it can, just just by virtue of just a really nicely shot, house is super clean, the agent's presenting beautifully, yeah, 6% increase in terms of uh, how people perceive or what people perceive to be the value of the property. So how, how is a video different today than what it might have been, say, 10 years ago? Oh, there's, I mean, there's so much more tech okay. um, with regard to, uh, you know, you and I were talking recently, we were talking about the little handheld gimbals that are incredibly affordable now. Everybody can get one, you yeah. know. Um, I've got... Uh, two small oh, i've got a, 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 quite a few cameras but i've got two small sony a7 III cameras they're smaller than the dslr so they're quite a small camera but i actually use them to shoot cinema ads this is mm. the tech that they jam into cameras these days incredible uh just amazing so these things will shoot 4k they'll shoot 100 frames per second this is all just technical garbage which i'm sort of throwing out but mm-hmm. long story short the quality is second to none um, they do just as well in a property video as they do, you know, shooting a, a big cinema ad for um, uh, – I shot a nationwide cinema ad for um, a Brazilian franchise, uh, barbecue franchise recently, and I use those cameras and they're amazing. So Wow. Okay. So so when you're talking to real estate agents, um, for those that are hesitant around video, that are, that are curious but they're hesitant, what, what are the main hesitations on the agent's behalf and how, how do you overcome them or, or what – remedies or solutions do you have for those? Uh, so there's a, two main hesitations, I feel. One is that um, they're referring to every photo ever taken of them or any time they've seen themselves on video, they don't like how they look and so they're terrified of having to present a property video. So that's one issue. The other issue that I've heard uh, is they've, they can find it quite difficult to sell to a vendor, um, you know, in amongst all the rest of the marketing Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of photography, 3D walkthroughs, all the other bits and pieces that, that come along, listings on realestate.com and the other portals. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them will give a vendor options to remove segments of the marketing which they just really don't want to have to pay for. And I've heard that a lot of them will actually just remove video because it's a very easily disposable thing to just dismiss. So in their pursuit of securing the <laughs> listing, they're more than willing to, um, I, I guess, excise parts of the campaign to make it more affordable for the vendor to sell. Exactly right, mate. Okay. Yes. And what do you think they're giving up by doing that, by, by throwing away that uh, that component of the marketing campaign? What, what, what do you think uh, – how do you think that negatively impacts on the sale? It negatively impacts in a huge way with regard to the emotive response a potential buyer can have on a property. Um, it's one thing to have a look at a listing on a real estate portal. It's another thing to examine the photos and, and, and look, photography is beautiful. But the thing is you're missing out on the possible emotive response that they could get with a really nice soundtrack to some lovely kind of shots moving into the home, um, agent presenting in a heartfelt and sincere fashion. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, I guess, that element. It's the similar thing, like you, you walk to an open home and you walk in and you get that smell of, of baking bread, which, yeah. which I've, uh, you know, and, and that sort of thing. Again, that's designed to attract an emotive response. Mm. We're, we're engaging senses to do so. Um, and I hope one day they invent uh, scratch and sniff videos because I'll be all over that. <laughs> but um, what you're doing is you're engaging two senses, um, sight and sound, uh, and you're doing it in as, as best a way as possible with regards to just a lovely kind of upbeat track. Mm. Um, again, some beautiful shots and an agent presenting in a really sincere, emotive, wonderful fashion. Yeah. Um, I, I do like encouraging um, the agents that I work with to make – use of the words I love, you know, and I'll ask yeah. them to pick out the, the more salient features of the property mm-hmm. and, and rather than say the salient feature of the property is, mm-hmm. personalise it and tell us what you love about it. So I love the the, the, um, the monstrous um, entertaining area, covered pergola or, or whatever, it, in, in fact, it actually is. So rather than feature, 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 it's how, how I feel about that feature that, and, exactly and, right, and the benefit of the feature. Yeah. yeah, exactly, because at the end of the day, all, all we're really wanting to do is get some p- people in the door for the open. Yeah, so at the correct. end of the day, we get them in, hopefully someone will fall in love with the home, and, and yeah, then the video job is done in mm-hmm. terms of what it, what it was designed to do. Um, the other thing that people can tend to want to do is they want every toilet and laundry and bathroom and bedroom and shoebox filmed, and, and at the end of the day due to the, the the lowering attention spans that we all kind of have on social media and online these days, it's literally down to 36 seconds now, but you do get away with up to a minute. Yeah. Um, the, the purpose of the video is not really to show how many tiles there are on the kitchen splashback. Yeah. It's designed to evoke an emotive response and get people along, get them curious enough to come and attend the open to get them in the door. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I say beautifully curated content, it only exists to get people to click on the link to get them into the cul-de-sac of your inquiry, which is ultimately your own personal website. Uh, rather than sending them to the major real estate portals, you want them not to go and look at all the competition. You want them to go there and spend more time ruminating on that particular listing. It's the only reason the content exists. That's absolutely right. Absolutely right. And so that's why, um, again, getting back to the YouTube thing, I'll encourage agents to upload to their own YouTube channel or in a lot of cases I have their sign-ons and I'll log in and upload to their channel put in the appropriate keywords, put in their their suburb, their names, their website, all that sort of stuff, and then they've got their own link which goes to their own website as well. So there, there are those agents that have a hesitation about appearing in the video. And um, so do you, do you suggest that they just get good at it and or do you suggest, look, just stay out of the way and let's just video the property? I, I absolutely suggest they get good at it yeah. and get comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um when you shoot video, it's very, particularly in the real estate uh, industry, it really comes down to having a good relationship with your videographer. Yeah. Uh, videographer understands you, you understand them, you're able to, um, to get comfortable then because the person who's on the other side of the camera is encouraging you and working with you rather than uh, in some degrees kind of against you. And so you want a videographer who will direct you well. Mm-hmm. Uh, who will make you do it again if, it's, if, if, in fact, it's necessary. They don't just let things go. They encourage you and they motivate you to, to be uh, – I actually still spend time working on scripts with my clients as well to yeah. make sure that we're, we're covering off in the nicest possible way, saying it in the best way rather than rattling off a whole bunch of gobbledygook. Stick to the point, yeah. stick to the facts, but at the same time evoke an emotive response. 
And eventually what you'll see, if you go back through, you know, the 10 or 20 or 300 videos that you shot, uh, and this is indicative of every single circumstance that I've ever shot. The first video comparatively is a pile of crap. Yeah. We've all got them. Everybody's <laughs> got them. And yeah. this is the thing, like, that's perfectly natural. Yeah. Go to your, fast forward to your 10th video and see how much better you are. Yeah. Fast forward to your 20th video and so on and so forth until you get to the point where you may as well be on getaway, you're that good. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So it's just really about uh, iterating and refining your own presentation technique and finding your own groove when it comes to that. Because I, I can't imagine it would, it, it is unnatural to many people. And just because real estate agents are, uh, you know, they're, they're out there and they're salespeople and they're meant to be people, people, et cetera, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're great at presenting to screen, does it? Oh, no, the, the two do not equate at all. There's something special about a camera. Maybe it's because it's got one eye instead of two, but it <laughs> tends to terrorise pretty much everybody. And it really is. Uh, and there have been a number of occasions, actually, where I've been interviewing someone for some purpose, be it a property video or a promotional video or something, and they're presenting in a way that's inauthentic because they're terrified. Yeah. I will pretend to turn off the camera, <laughs> and then I'll say to them, all right, listen, I've turned the camera off. Now just tell me what it is you're trying to say. And instantly, it, it's so funny, instantly they relax because yeah. the perception is the camera's not on. Nothing's changed in their immediate environment other than the perception that the camera's off. Mm. And they're relating to me all of a sudden as a human being. They're being very natural, they're being garrulous, they're being funny, they're being interesting. And then I'll reach up and turn the camera off and they'll say, oh, what are you doing? And I said, I'm actually now turning the camera off. You just nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, I've had to so, do that quite a few times over the years um, and at the end of the day I will never use someone's vision without their permission but it's just by way of an example because then I'll show them the footage and say this was you before this was you now can you see that it's all in your head and people generally kind of go holy crap I had no idea yeah yeah Yep, that's a, well. That's a, again a really great tip. And and for agents out there that um, are listening um, who haven't um, performed before or they haven't done a video before, what are some? What's a little checklist of things that you think they sh they should be keeping in mind before they um, before they get their first video up? So it's really really important due to the attention spans that we kind of have online these day and age. It's important to really list off in this particular property what are the most salient points and maybe have three. It might be the number of bedrooms. It might be the massive kitchen, or the entertaining area, the living, whatever it is. But you big three. Start off I, with I big say three. the big off three the because any more than that, um, you know, uh, I had someone once, uh, they actually had more and somehow sometimes are like that. So it was, it was a, 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 I think it was an eight-bedroom uh, ex-Navy uh, mansion in Elizabeth Bay here in Sydney. The thing was worth $60 million. Wow. Uh, there's a few salient points to cover off on that property. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so just the fact that it sat right on Sydney Harbour was one. It was, um, it was There were eight bedrooms or something. There was a, a, I think it was a five-car garage. There were servants' quarters in a separate building. It was just mental. It was mm -hmm. absolutely mental. But so having, that's, having said that, that, that's also the role of the video is to uh, to show all of that in the very best possible light. And so there's not that – an agent shouldn't necessarily feel compelled to go through the, the 20 great things about that house necessarily, should they? No. Well, see, one, one clever technique to kind of allow the music because it, it is it, – 
anyone who just throws elevator music to a video really is not doing uh, anyone a, a, the, a correct service. Yeah. Uh, because the right track can really enhance the right property. And so if it's a classic old building, some sort of classical but kind of orchestral up vibe sort of thing can really do so much better than a dance beat music, if yeah. you know what I mean. So, yeah. so you really got to pick the right track. But an interesting technique to utilise to allow the music to do its thing is you, you get the agent to say a few things and then they stop. You swell the music up several decibels, so that all of a sudden they're starting to peak at the level that they need to, and then a couple more salient points you put up in a really nice font in text. Nice, like it, yeah. So the text can carry for a little while, the agent can come in then and say maybe a little bit in the middle perhaps, then they fade out again, a little bit more text can sort of come in, kind of if there's a few more salient points, uh, you know, proximity to schools and cafes or whatever, shops. Uh, and then the agent comes in for a brief closer. You know, we discussed openers and closers the other day when we were chatting and yeah. Yeah, how important it is to really keep it brief. Yes, we know who you are. Let's not waffle about it. Yeah, bang, get onto the property because your your own marketing kind of falls in under that anyway. Yeah. And it's it's just good to really get onto what it is you're selling rather than selling yourself because that just happens it does. By virtue of what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. I think if they're, especially if it's on, uh, say, a social media platform, they can see your account. If they like if they like the video and they're getting interested in selling themselves, they're going to spend a, an extra couple of minutes just scrolling through your feed to see what you've been up to. Um, and mm. if, they, if they like the cut of your jib, then the chances are you're going to be getting a, a DM uh, very, very shortly about going out there and appraising their home. Exactly right. Um, there's another client I work with over here in, um, in the inner, inner west of Sydney and they do quite unique videos in terms of they'll get six or seven members of their staff to help present. So it's not about any one person. It's very much pushing the team element. And they work very well together as a team. So they'll have uh, one of the property managers will appear and, and he or she will make reference to how much they perceive the property could be leased for if, in fact, it was an investor buying as opposed to a homeowner. Great idea. Um, and so they'll cover up on all sorts of little sort of – but everybody's got one line each. So, again, it's it's not a waffle that's going on for three minutes. These things are done in around about a minute to a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, but you're then also getting your whole team out there, and that's, that's – it works really, really well for them. So minute to a minute and a half, that's about the optimum uh, to, uh, to garner attention and to retain it? I, I really do try for a minute, to be honest, Dave. Like, minute – does seem to be the cutoff, including logos and everything. And the reason for that is that it doesn't matter whether you upload the video to Facebook or to YouTube, anyone scrolling through the news feed sees the video come up and instantly can see how long the video goes for. So if they yeah. see that it's a minute and a half or three minutes or whatever, yeah. generally speaking, people will wonder subliminally if they can if they could be bothered investing that much time of their life in watching that video. I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so what you do is if you can get under that magic minute mark, get it to 59 seconds people are far more likely to click on it to have a bit of a peruse and see what it is. And then you've got 10 seconds to engage them. So that's another statistic. 10 seconds to engage them, otherwise you lose 60% of your of your audience. Okay, and so what about when agents say or, or people say, look, that that's good, but that's really only for the mansions. That's not going to be for my three-bedroom brick and tile in the suburbs. No, that, uh, I, I, <laughs> I had an agent over at uh, Bondi. She had um, it was a little apartment to, to shoot video for, um, and she asked me. She called me up and she said, "You know, is is it? Uh, I'm asking you this because I trust you." She said, "Is it worth you coming all the way out here to shoot it?" Mm. And I said, "Absolutely," because uh, if the property really isn't that much 
to write home about if it doesn't look particularly pretty is Bondi. You've got a lifestyle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And she went, holy crap, I didn't even think of that. Yep, come on down, let's do it. And I, I shot together, uh, it was probably about, again, it was a minute presentation, 30 seconds of the property because it was, a, from memory, it was a two-bedroom little apartment. Um, they cleaned it up. It looked lovely, so we, we filmed the, the space. It was sort of an older, more dated place, so hmm. didn't spend a lot of time there, but two and a half minutes down the road is the famous Bondi Beach. Yeah. Yeah. I walked down there with a the camera and the agent and we walked along the promenade there right through the middle of Bondi Beach, showed lots content. of funky, cool cafes. <laughs> and, yeah, again, great sale, you know, went through because it, at the end of the day it was very much about the location. I think a lot of agents do also miss the point. Like if that's that, if Bondi is your bread and butter and that's the marketplace that you're trying to break into, well, you, the, just by creating that content, it's creating awareness that you're active in that area. And especially if you are yes. going to deploy that on social media, like you're, you're then – in a lot of cases, agents are still very shy of social media. And so if you're one of the active agents on it, then you're going to own that space pretty much to yourself. So it's a great opportunity for anybody who just wants to impact their marketplace in a, instantaneously and within a very short period of time develop a, a great reputation for marketing properties really thoughtfully. Um, I think there's no better way of doing that than creating some compelling uh, video content and popping that on uh, the social media platforms, even if you've never done anything before. There's no quicker way of getting your name out there. Mate, that's absolutely right. I mean, even with the advent of Facebook Live, um, and you know, I've seen you utilise that incredibly effectively um, because Facebook's algorithms will defer more attention to you if you're actually using that platform. And so I encourage everybody to get, again, mega comfortable. Spend a few moments if we don't have the ability for patter like a, a Dave Stockbridge to take a few minutes to kind of get it right in your head what it is you want to say mm. and then invoke the Facebook Live. And you might be talking about some event that's coming up in your area, encourage everybody to get along to it, give them a lot of details in the in the accompanying blurb that goes along with your Facebook Live, uh, really advocate that. And then, you know, not only are you, oh, it's like that guy who's selling houses in the area, but you're actually also advocating the lifestyle and the functionality of that place and why it's a great place to live. I, I really like your nuance there. Like I think the video, the recorded video content for properties is a, a real definite and different distinct purpose um, where that's kind of, that's the that's the front of house. And then you've kind of got this back of house content that's, that is talking about what it is that you're doing, the events that are in the area, the, perhaps the dynamic that's uh, being experienced in the marketplace, that kind of that back end information, that back office information, and I think Facebook Live is a is a great way for people to do that. But also, like, it's a great way to get comfortable in front of the camera with very little downside. At the end of the day, if at the end of the video, if you don't post it, it doesn't go on your page. It's gone forever. So if you really didn't like it, or, or you you felt you felt it wasn't going to be a valuable piece of content, bang, it's gone forever. And maybe the the fifteen or sixteen people that did watch it live, they they saw it, but they were probably your friends anyway. Um, but um, yeah. if, if it is a good piece of content, not only will your 16 friends see it, but by virtue of the fact that it's now out there, hundreds of people will see that during the course of a, uh, well, in some cases, just a day or so. That is absolutely correct, mate. And like I said, you know, Facebook does tend to, at the end of the day, they want you to pay to promote. So they do tend to hide, particularly the business pages, they will hide them from people's news feeds. Exactly. If you've got 1,500 people who, who look at your page and you're not overly active, um, you might get across two or three hundred news feeds. Yeah, uh, and 
if you boost it, then yes, okay, you spend five or ten bucks and you can get in front of the entire constituency. Mm. Far better though if you if you're comfortable enough to use a Facebook Live. And as you say, you know, if you don't like it, delete it at the end because it gives you that opportunity. Mm. That bypasses that other algorithm and it allows you to become far more visible to far more people and then you can boost that if you want to kind of get even more numbers coming to your page so um i, I kind of liken it to channel nine like uh, you, you know channel nine uh, has uh that say uh, survivor on but survivor's not the only show that people watch on channel nine and maybe they wouldn't watch channel nine if survivor was the only show that was on so if you're just doing property video the chances of your page being engaged with outside of that are, are really minimal and the reasons for people to like and return back to the page uh, aren't there and your content's just not going to reach as many people. But if you've got a different program on your channel, like your Facebook Live about the community event that's going on in the in the town centre in a, in a couple of weeks' time or, you know, about, uh, you know, a, a a local that's done well and won Australian of the Year and you just happen to know them or about Beryl that's just opened up the bakery down the road and is now making the best lamingtons in, in the world. Anything like that. That's people who aren't necessarily interested in the real estate would hang in there on the basis of that content. Why? Because, well, if they bought real estate locally or they're thinking about buying real estate locally, they're interested in something other than just houses. They're interested in places to eat, people, prominent people in the location. They want to they conduit it to that deeper community that's around them that perhaps they miss when they're working nine to five and shuttering themselves in their apartment uh, in the night time. This is a way yes. for them to be able to, and, you, and agents can be a way for, for people to be able to connect more deeply with the community that's around them. Um, so there's, yes. there's, a, there's a number of reasons why people should be looking at video. And, and although we've spoken about property video a lot today, there, perhaps you could touch on profile videos and those those other video tools that um, agents or basically any small business people should be really considering if they're uh, looking to plump up their social media presence. Well, that, yeah, that's, and that's a, that's a really good point. So one of the premises um, that the foundations that Heretic is built on is, uh, and we spoke at this, about this at, at some length the other day, um, my business partner, Melissa, she's coined the phrase connection marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been a marketer for 20 years. She's uh, absolutely convinced, and she's, she's absolutely right. I've, I've seen it so many times. Um, we've come full circle in the 80s, sex sold, in the 90s and, and into the new millennium. It was comedy. It was all these sorts of things. And, mm. look, there are still places for all these kind of styles of marketing, but what's really prevalent in this day and age is connection. People want connection because we've become more and more disconnected with the advent of social media and all that sort of stuff. Indeed. So it's about being authentic. It's about presenting yourself as you as you are, you know, with no bells or whistles, with no you know, no airs, so to speak. Mm. Um, and it's about finding your tribe as a result. And this is really everything. This is what we invoke. Um, I'm shooting a cinema ad coming up for a, a pub in uh, Newtown, which is a very funky kind of inner west district in Sydney. Um, one of his biggest points of difference is the fact that he's actually the owner. It's not owned by an agglomeration, a corporation, anything of the sort. It certainly it's, is a rarity in the pub world these days. Absolutely. And and so I, you know, to his horror, I, I said, this is what your cinema is going to um, contain and pretty much going to be you. Um, <laughs> by the end of the conversation, he, he absolutely saw the merit in it and he saw why. Yeah. And it was all about um, because, making that deeper connection with the guy that's behind the bar who's pouring the beers, 
he's paying the bills. Um, that there's there's a there's another story connection there. Absolutely right. And the thing is, he won't appeal to everybody. No one ever does. You know, I, I can't think uh, of anyone who has a hundred percent like rate. Or maybe you do. You have a hundred percent like rate. <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, connection marketing. You you absolutely. You know, forgive me for using this tired old uh, phrase, but you find your tribe. Yeah. Yeah. So those who gravitate to you and your message will flock, and and they will do it in numbers. Well, it's quite, quite the qualifier because very quickly people could jump onto my Facebook page and work out whether or not they like me. And if they don't like me, they're not calling me, which is great because it actually does save me time. But if they do like me and they really like the content and they've been engaging with it for some time, there's a larger chance that they're unlikely to call anybody else. And so that business becomes even easier to get. Absolutely right. So what you're doing, you know, if, if we refer to you, you know, in, in a fairly cold-hearted fashion for a moment as a brand, yeah, you've gone and created brand loyalty. Yes, yeah. So you've got that respect that's implied. You've got that brand loyalty. So if Dave Stockbridge is a brand, then um, the people who are liking your page are very loyal to your brand because they like what you stand for. Yeah. And do you, do you think agents can really benefit from profile videos, that type of thing? I, I absolutely do. Um, I've seen some horrors over the years, but again, I, I do put that down a lot to uh, people will act in a way that they feel they need to be perceived in rather than just being natural. Or, or a lot of people, I think, see what somebody else they think is successful do and then try to emulate that rather than create the, or, or, or do something that's more in alignment with or in congruence with themselves. It's, it's really interesting, actually, the amount of agents I've had contact me over the years and sort of say, I'd really love you to shoot my, prop, my promo video, and here are a whole bunch of videos that I really like the style of, and I've just kind of gone, don't even. Yeah. And yeah. they say, what do you mean? I say, I'm not even going to look at those. Yeah. Uh, and they'll, they'll say, you know, may I ask why? And I said, because that's, that's not you. Yeah. And so why would I shoot it like that? I, I don't want you to look like them. Yes. I want you to look like you. And so it's very much a case of you have to sit down. So if, if I'm shooting your promo video, I've got to get inside your head. I've got to determine what you are like as a person. And then I just bring out all of that. So all the positive details, if you've got a really quirky or funny smile, if you've got a really cool way of engaging with people, all those little bits and pieces, they need to come out because subliminally we are creatures of connection. And so the people who are watching that will gravitate to those little nuances, which make you, you. Hmm. I, I firmly believe we're living in the uh, the era of the micro brand. That's where a brand like Dave Stockbridge can compete against a Ray White, for instance, successfully, um, because uh, because of this uh, brand building that you're uh, you're talking about. Um, and what do you see on the horizon for micro brands? Um, and do you think that videos are going to play a, a, an ever larger role in that future? Video is very much like it's, they've been saying this now for probably about eight years, I think, in terms of, but it it's just continues to grow in strength in terms of being the number one way to to really engage in an emotive fashion, to engage in a, in a connected fashion. Yeah. Um, the micro brands are going to take over the world. There's mm-hmm. evidence of that already. There are corporations crumbling everywhere. Yeah. Um, we are sick of dealing with no one. Mm. We want to deal with a person. We want to deal with someone who has. Uh, who's going to shoulder the responsibility for the sale of our biggest asset or one of our biggest assets. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, Ruprecht from from whatever real estate that's 
just another franchise that's Australia-wide and all the rest of it, you, you kind of lose them in the whole machine. Mm. Whereas, you know, Dave Stockbridge, he, he's that guy. He's got the, the name. He's done really well. Uh, he lives and dies by his own reputation. There's mm. an authenticity to that that I'm really wanting to connect with. Uh, so I, I very much perceive that um, the boutiques and the smaller brands are really going to start to shine more and more. So video video really does a, a put a magnifying glass on, on those on those micro brands to really help them shine. And I, I, I do firmly believe that as uh, probably the only thing stopping the growth of micro brands right now is their reluctance to engage with video. Yeah, I, I think that's, that, that can be a case. Uh, or they're, they're so intimidated by the bigger brands that they're surrounded by that they and, just kind of want to try following to... them a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. imitation is the biggest form of flattery, and it's huge in, in real estate. Yeah. Um, I was very pleased to see a, a discussion we had this morning, my business partner and I. Um, we've been – Heritage Creative Agency has been live for, I think, oh, maybe four days mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the publicly. We've been sort of going and working around in the background for months now, but it's been live for four days, and our first imitator appeared this morning. Incredible. Oh, dear God, like even sections of, the, of our copy from our website and all that sort of stuff. Um, as, as Again, we had the discussion and I was somewhat kind of mortified. She was ecstatic because at the end of the day, you are your own secret ingredient. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so everything that we stand for, everything that we preach in terms of connection, in terms of authenticity, we live, we live that. Mm. Whereas anybody who's kind of copying it, they just can't hope to, so... Well, it's interesting you say that. We've got an imitator, well, I've got an imitator in my marketplace who quite often posts something very, very, very similar to what I've just posted, always a few days later. And, and, and I think what it's actually quite damaging to that particular person's brand in the long run and, and probably mm-hmm. makes me even more so an authority in the marketplace. But it, it's, um, you, you, you're right, my knee-jerk reaction was very much a, a negative one when I see... Uh, well, has been when I've seen these posts, but um, I think in the fullness of time, it plays to my strengths. And um, because the difference is I've got unlimited opportunities to create content and I'll continue to do it at a a rate and pace that my competitors can't. And so um, ultimately they can copy all they like, but they're always going to be a few steps behind. And I think the market, you know, the market that's paying attention, uh, they they realise that too. Absolutely, mate. I mean, at the end of the day, Melissa refers to this as what you're talking about is you you own the secret sauce. Yeah, yeah. Um, and someone else can kind of reveal what they feel is like a, a copy of that secret sauce based on what you continue to do. Mm. But they're always going to be behind because they're only copying. And this is um, sort of a, it's, it's always been a mentality of mine. Um, people will say to me and have said so many times over the years uh, in terms of my videography career. Uh, you know, what are your competition doing? Mm. And hand on heart, I've always responded with, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't look at them. I've never, ever gone to a competitor's website. I've never seen what anybody else charges mm. uh, or the service that they offer. And interestingly, when my own website was being built by Melissa, um, she then went on. She said, what, what do you want in terms of content? And I said, I have no clue. I mm. honestly don't know. But she knows me very, very well. So she built the website, and I, and I went back and looked at it when it was finished. She'd done an incredible job. Mm. Uh, but it looked like a whole inch to me, and I was kind of like, what, what, what the hell is this? Just all these photos of me and all that sort of stuff. It looks <laughs> amazing, but, but what the hell? 
And she said, well, you're the secret source. Yeah. Are you the only idiot in Sydney who can hold a video camera? And I said, no. She said, are you the only one who can write up a storyboard? I said, no. And she said, but do your clients love you? And I said, I, I, yes, I, I get a lot of really positive response from the, the people that I work with. She said, well, you are the ingredient. Uh, you are your own point of difference. Yeah, yeah. And, and so we need to exploit that and show that. And that's where the connection marketing, whole, the whole concept sort of came from. So at the end of the day, I can be quite abrupt. I can be quite opinionated. I can be very funny. I can be incredibly passionate. People who enjoy those attributes, they will they will come to me, and the ones who hate them won't. And so, as you quite rightly said earlier, you're actually doing yourself a bit of a service because the people who just don't gravitate to you won't even bother to take up the time to call you. Yeah, and I, I kind of feel a lot of people are hung up on the opportunity they never never knew they, uh, that they the opportunity that they that they've missed out on that they didn't get because of something that they did rather than the 10 opportunities they've created because of what they've been doing and um, that's exactly right well James your insights have proven invaluable um, and uh, I, I know that people listening all the way around the world are going to take so much away from this our podcast is all about the first principles of real estate and those meta skills that uh, make uh, a sm- make for a smooth real estate transaction whether people are buying or selling or real estate agents out there that are looking to help their clients in better ways and I think there's so much gold in this podcast for people to sift through uh, in the weeks and months to come that it's just going to benefit them regardless of whether they're in real estate or small business just generally I, I think that um, what you've shared today will save people years of experimentation and ultimately lead them to a formula for success much sooner so thank you very much James. Mate it's been my absolute pleasure it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you mate. Thank you. Awesome. Well, there you have it, James Lopez from Heretic Creative. Now, these these guys are doing some wonderful work, and as you just heard, James has only just launched this new brand uh, over the last uh, week or so, and the website's only just gone live uh, in the last four days. Already imitators popping up, um, and so you know that that's always happening to the best. And so uh, jump onto Heretic Creative Agency. Uh, James, if you're still online, what's the website, mate? Uh, it's actually hereticcreative.agency. Hereticcreative.agency. So if people jump onto their Google right now, whack that into their search engine, you'll see a whole lot of what uh, James and his team are all about. They're, um, they're doing some really special work in the space of video and, um, and I can tell you from personal experience, James is one of the best people that you'll ever work with in that space. The Property Pulse podcast is designed for anybody who's dealing in real estate, whether you're buying or selling, expanding upon your portfolio, or perhaps you're a real estate agent and you're just looking for helpful hints and tips that'll accelerate your success in real estate. Well, I hope you found a home on the podcast. And if you have, please subscribe to stay tuned to all new episodes as they become available.